Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Live, Radio Top Pod and Saturday. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast Top Pod and Saturday. Is now on air. I'll be your host for the top part of Saturday by name, your fear. Israel, O.C. Royer. This is top part of Saturday. We're getting the memos in as we speak. Camp 6, South Carolina, gates are starting to open. Camp 5, Maryland, gates is starting to open. Camp 4, Detroit, Michigan, camps, gates is starting to open. Camp 3, Kankakee, gates is starting to open. Camp 2, Springville, gates is beginning to open. Camp 1, Chicago, gates is beginning to open. So the gates are getting open for the top part of Saturday. This is the day that Almighty have made between me and you, and that's the sign. And that is the sign, the Sabbath day. Those that keep that Sabbath day understand one thing. Provision has been made. All six locations is open, ready to go. It's within 70 miles of any address we just got through calling. Remember one thing. Our job is to inform you on what this man's saying. It's up for you 
to make take heed to the information. All right, good luck. We'll bring our elder in to tell you all about the broadcast, and, and then we'll see if we get some things going on, if he be wrong with it, and then we can kind of catch up on a few things automatically. So when you meet the elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder, Mr. Tibbs, Israel, tribe of Yahweh, Judah, Yahweh, Bishop, S.C. Royal. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel, or see Israel. How are you? Yahweh. All right, hallelujah, Father. I seen uh, Sister Mirren in there a minute ago while I was trying to get, this, get the broadcast open, but I guess she'd be back in the show, in the shorty. Uh, she might be on location to the class. I don't know. We'll find out. But one thing about it, we know we live top part of the Sabbath day, Elder. So uh, kind of be a little long winded and that give me a chance to kind of get a few things ready to go and uh, put the top part of the Sabbath day on my end. So stage is set on the international side, over 900,000 strong, ready to do the top part of the Sabbath day. Call for details, 224-600-5579. If you're anywhere between the 70 miles or any location or the six locations, it's up to you to do Yaqua's will. It'll take your time. You're on the clock. Come on. Once again, y'all bless you, see it, Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And I guess we will take a deep breath there before we get started and thank all the other 900,000 listeners that came to hear the words of Yahweh. And that's a good thing because, as you said, all the gates to all the temples, the six camps, the open. And that's going to be a lot of word passed out at that particular time when these gates do finally open fully. Because what does it say about the gates in Matthew chapter 7? It makes me think about that. Verses 13 and 14. 13 says, Any ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in there at 14. So straight is the gate, and now is the way which leadeth unto life. Few there be that find it. Well, those few that find it, that's the six anointed camps of Yahweh's ministry. Because we teach that narrow path to get into the gates of righteousness. And by doing that, we remind you that a teacher can't learn from his students. And why? Because he's always giving wise counsel. But having knowledge, the teacher, he even gains more experience by teaching. And that's a known fact. Also, a student can learn from wise counsel and possibly learning one day to teach themselves. And this shows well in all those six camps that teach the word of Yahweh. Because we know we all came to hear things that most of us can hear. And some listening, they never understand. But this is what we do at Yahweh's ministry. We make all this misunderstanding very possible. We have many that came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. Some looking can never find it because these are the misinformed, which can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. And that key word for learning is the righteous. Because we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, which we're often taught, we're given the knowledge to know we have those out there that camouflage their evil and mostly confuse teaching from all these 
other camps that teach a different word. And using overly loud bump the gums contests for their method of righteous learning, which they have wrongly learned. Even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against those of us that know. But this is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost about Yahweh's word, which were almost questions about that on a continuous daily event. How can you guys get this much information on this one book? Is the main question they put on the table. It comes from connecting the books, the words of Yahweh. Learning how to keep the Sabbath days. Foods that you should eat and much more recover. We know that you have not, and this is the information that you all came to seek. And that's a good thing, because we're open unto you for this information from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the days is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of that Sabbath, which we're taught, is Friday. It starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. Until the temple members desire to leave. Now, we also have a website address to use this on any one of your smart devices. Right on that search line, type tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, Look for tribeyada.com dash Israelites. Doing this will take you to a big line where you will see some choices. One will be tires and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you may see menu. But after clicking this, again, you'll see choices. Still choose the tires and offerings. and doing so, remember what it tells all of us that reads the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, give unto the people, unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh, the glory due unto his name, bring an offering, and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves the children of And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures which are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh alive. Also for building the city, which you'll see on a daily basis is well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and a land to go be helpful. We continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Well, also while there, check out our calendar, which is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. And to get there this time, type in three words, Yahweh Radio Live. And when you click enter, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadah. 
click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live ongoing broadcasts. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with the Aquan 9. The first is our live conference phone number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six and nine camps of Yahweh's ministry. However, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, you can, using this number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes in Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, you might ask, please do not contact us here. Your email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder is a cigar man, announcing many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the latter day things. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call it trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear discouraging doubts. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can always listen to the entire show after 10.30 p.m. by entering three words in your search line. Radio Live. And after you click on there, look for Voices of the Trizolites. Try to get out. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any program on that list that you would like to listen. Also, doing our normal broadcast, broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on PalTalk. PalTalk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Peloton app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. When you get there, look for Voices of the Trizolites forever jumped out. The room will hold 50 or more listening participants, or Yahweh's Word will also be working for your Bible education. On my to answer the on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be of the Institute of Israel, along with the Seer Israel, riding the shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And you'll find that broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Pal Talk. Now, I'll be with you all. But one note that we generally pass out is that when we're given the scriptures to speak by the Seer, Remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not to have confusion. So doing this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But remember to make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. The reason we say this is because of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. And 33 says, For Yahweh is not the author of confusion, but of peace 
is in all church covenants of the saints. Because when we do this as teachers, we keep the scriptures in mind. But when you find those that are trying to win a bump the thumbs contest, there's the one that missed all of Yahweh's glory with the said unto them. Because we rehearse the righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh, as we said in St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. Reading 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the righteous spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things into your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So when these things are coming to you as they're being taught, we usually remind you, from the Shabbat, chapter 11, verse 8, it says, Answer not before thou have heard the cause, neither interrupt men in the midst of their talk. Because this interrupts the teaching. And when you interrupt the teaching, you do not get the full word of Yahweh. But today is another day for the word of Yahweh once again. And nothing has changed except the number of people that have come for Yahweh's word and those that come to commend it and add unto it, only following by those that cast that word behind their back, only wanting to hear their certain verses in the Bible, and even taking those verses' meanings another way, along with the noisemakers, the complainers. Oh, and don't forget the deceptive listeners. Those are the ones that flip the pages in the Bible to look like they're paying attention but they're completely lost when they're called to speak. They're clearly forgetting that we're only one man or one woman. And seriously, time is not in our favor, but the best is yet to come. We can only do 100% of what one man or one woman that was Jacques created to do in this life. And that's if at all is possible. Because anyone ever says that even done 101%, they just lie. Now they're doing the work of another, past Yaqua's creation, and that's impossible. And we know there's only one person out there that can do the impossible. But you don't forget what Yaqua the Son had said about the impossible in the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 26. 26 says, But Yaqua the Son beheld it and said unto them, With men this is impossible. But with Yahweh, all things are possible. So when you think you know and don't know, don't be like the man in the chariot, which we speak of in Acts chapter 8, verse 30 to 32. 30 says, And Philip ran to him, and heard him read, see it alive, and said, Understand thou what thy read. 31, and he said, how can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he should come up with him and sit with him. 32, and the place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led like a sheep to slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shear, so he opened up not his mouth. And that's one of the reasons that we mentioned about Shabbat, chapter 11, verse 8. Because those that open up their mouth in the middle of trying to receive the word, they don't. Only thing they hear is their mouth talking. So we can 
gifts into our program and hear what we need to hear to justify the words of Yahweh, we'll pass our program back over to our seer Israel with a blessing and say hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, Dale. Hallelujah, part. That was um, excellent presentation, and that's what it's all about. And um, we uh, we are trying to get ourselves situated because, like I said again, we are always on the run. But like I said again, but we know when it comes down to Yahweh's business, we know it's not what I did yesterday; it's what I do today. So I, I, I got to always keep that in mind. Whatever I did yesterday, that was yesterday. So I got to get prepared for what I got to do today. And that's the game changer. That's what we got to understand. We can never get comfortable on what we once had did. We want to make sure we prepared to do that day. That's why I tell you in the book of Luke, this day, you will be with me in paradise. So that's the same thing. This day, you tell him in a, a future event, but Christianity don't quit and twist that around like he went somewhere up that day. No, he, no, he wasn't going away up that day. When the WCC, well, what you mean he wasn't going that day, sir? Well, see, WCC. Um. Uh, okay. Hey, Elder Mister Tibbs. In the book of Matthews, that, um, let me uh, help the World Council of Churches out. No, he wasn't going away that day because he had to uh, do something that we can read in the book of Matthews, uh, Elder. I mean, he told those that need to know exactly what he was going to do and what kind of sign he was going to leave. So before we get some Luke 12, 12, Elder, and we see the mother is ready to come on stage, and, and that's a great thing, let's see what he says in the 12th chapter, verse 38 and 39 of Matthew. I'm going to have to WCC out. You know, because WCC did tell me, says, you know, you know, We've been cutting you off, but since you're talking at the right talk, we kind of let you talk a little bit longer whenever you get ready. But in the same token, I take that with a grain of salt because I know you'll deliver me up any opportunity I, I get if I put <laughs> myself in arms way of you anyway. So we clear how you going to roll. And that's the same thing that once some uh, – Get a couple more members in Cap One. We're gonna read exactly what what was the account of get, the Gadite said about what really happened on that day. That it's a celebration to the world, but to them, it's a remorse to them. So we're gonna read that one day this week, maybe next week. What the Whopper Dogs? They call themselves. There was Gadites. They call themselves the Whopper Dogs. And, you know, I don't know where that name comes from, but it was a Gadax. So we'll take care of that uh, another time. But right now, let me take care of the WCC right now, Elder. Let's see what it says in 12, 30, and 39. That's 
I mean, well, check it out. Yeah, 238 because when he says, you will be with me in paradise, this day you'll be with me, me in paradise, but they forgot what he told the Pharisees. Let's see what he says in Matthew 12, 38 and 39. This is where the WCC, World Council of Churches, come on. In the book of Matthew, chapter 12, reading verses 38 and 39. 38 says, Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, would we see a sign from thee? 39. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall, and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the seer joints. Read another verse. 40. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the well's belly, so the Son of Man shall be three days and three nights in the mind of the earth. So in the hard earth, so he'll be right there in the hard earth for three and three nights. So he wasn't gone nowhere that day. Because he had a he had a visit to a cave to be there three and three nights. So that day that he was talking about Elder in the seventh chapter of the book called Second Samuel seven, that day that he was talking about Elder. See when you preach up your Bible, it tell you the whole show, but you gotta have the right spirit on you. What day was he talking about? We're going to Second Samuel 7, and we're going to find out what day was he talking about by precept in your Bible. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 19. It tells us about that day, what that day really means. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 19. What did it say there? In the book of Second Samuel, chapter 7, reading verse 19, it says, and this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Yahweh, but thou hast spoken also to thy servant's house for a great while to come. And it is this the manner of man, O Yahweh. He said, you've spoken to your servant about that is going to happen a great while to come. So that's exactly what it was when you're talking about this day. That will be me in paradise. That was a telling him. I'm telling you now. Just like I, just like I might say this. I might say this. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this day that um, I'm gonna have somebody to bring out exactly what happened in 1621. I'm telling you this day. Now, when somebody show up, we we read what really happened on the day, uh, according to the uh, report of what was passed down by the Gadites. They called the Wapadals, the Wapadals. They had another name put on them, like they always renamed them. So I'm telling you, this day we're gonna read that article, maybe the day, or we might read it one day next week. But I'm telling you, this day it's gonna happen. That's all that meant. So they don't take that and build it into a doctrine about this day you'll be with me in paradise. 
See that? That's Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. That's why the bosses of the tree is like, we got to come. But you got to recognize the signs of the times. This ministry can meet you wherever you're at and wherever you're on. And we'll use Psalms 119.104, letting you know that through the precepts you get understanding. And he hates any false way unless you precept me about it. And you know, you're not precepting your Bible giving the answer. It is a false way, according to the angel coming down telling David, 119-104. So you got to precept your Bible. That's how you get the covenants and the mercy and the grace of Yahweh by precepting your Bible. Excellent. All right, we see Mother coming on stage, so let's see if we can bring Mother in. Now, uh, Mother Z, if you get a minute, uh, give uh, Sister Miriam a call. She might be on the way, and but she might. Uh, she was in the room, but in the same token, she didn't hear nothing. So call uh, Sister Miriam and tell her to uh, come on back on stage, or unless she on her way to the temple and to Camp One. Now, if she on her way, then we understand. But if she not, she can come on back and right back and help on the top part of the Sabbath day, take care of this man's business, no doubt about it. So give Sister Miriam a call, uh, Mother Z. All right. Hey, Mother E, travel y'all got to do another one of the most out of Cap 1. And remember, Mother D.F. Israel is still in the hospital, and we we praying for a speedy recovery of all the six and the camps that have been born. But one thing we gotta we got to say, and the same thing happened when we read this article showing you exactly when when the Gadaks, they was, you know, they, they travel by canoe. And they was traveling all around. That's how they done their business through the canoes. You know, today we do our business on the streets, you know, cars and trucks and buses. But they use canoes. And when they were using that canoe, they went all type of places, and they and they brought back, you know, doing their regular trades. They done their regular trades. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll be with you. Excellent. So we're going we gonna to get on that. We will be getting on about the Wapadons shortly. Young Lions, they don't got the heat. He ready to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Excellent. All right. So we're going to get a little something going on. Like I said, now, I seen Sister Mirren in the room a little while ago, but so I was rushing trying to get things together, so... Give a call, Mother Z, and tell her come back in the room or unless you're on the way to the temple. And that's a great thing too. Because remember, you only you only get you only get blessed on what you where he catch you at. See what we did yesterday at yesterday. This is another day. So I can't pat myself on the back on what I did yesterday. Whatever I did yesterday, I did. I gotta recognize what I gotta do today. So uh did I, let me do a second time. I don't know that I, I kind of flipped my mind a little bit. Hey, hey Mother E, Yaqua bitch, I've seen you right here. Yaqua bless you, see Israel. I'll see you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right, hallelujah, there, Mother. All right, good. So, um, we just going to get something going on, and we're going to kind of get a little something going on. We're going to get the young line all cranked up, because I know he got a lot to put on the table. But he'll let me know when he um, 
we got everything going that he want to have going. But but fear, you like faith. You know, I'm always ready to go. When I'm ready, I'm always ready. Matter of fact, what kind of hey elder, what kind of ready do you to see a being in First Ezra chapter eight verse three? Can you help help those see out? What kind of ready do those seer be? Every time it's time to give them the microphone. And set and first Ezra out of that red book, the books that were taken out by the Protestant Church in 1885. Uh, what kind of ready do those seer be in eight verse three? Let's talk about it, Elder. Mr. Tibbs, let's talk about it for a minute. In the book of First Ezra. Uh-huh. First Ezra, out of the red book, 8, verse 3. Let's talk about what kind of ready do those seer be every time it's time to come to the broadcast. Let's talk about it. Come on. In the book of uh, First Ezra, chapter 8, reading verse number 3, it says, 3 says, This Esther went up from Babylon as a scribe being very ready in the law of Moses, that it was given by the Yahweh of Israel. Uh, Edel, what kind of ready was that, was that old seer? He was a scribe and a seer. What kind of ready was he again, Edel? Very ready. Very ready. Very ready. So we come on the broadcast, we be, what kind of ready, Edel? Very ready. Very ready. So, you know, that spirit we're talking about, and once that spirit is leashed out on, upon all the six anointed camps, they understand this, this is serious business in Yahweh, and they get very ready, this something's going to happen. So, it'll take a look at Luke, chapter 12, verse 12, top part of the seventh day. What does it say in Luke 12, 12 there? Come on, yo. Okay, in the book of uh, Luke. Looking at chapter 12, reading verse number 12. 12 says, mm-hmm. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Excellent. In that very same hour, Elder, the righteous spirit do the teaching. And if that's the case there, Elder, let's see what he got written in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 19 down to verse 21 and 24 and 33. And, and Mother E, have me Luke, chapter 12, verse 15 through 17, 19 through 21, and 31 and 32. Have that waiting on me, Mother E. Hey, what do we say in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 down to verse 21? Then skip down to verse 24 and 33. What it saying, and, and pull more audio, WCC, saying, uh, tell the seer to raise his voice up a little bit louder. Oh, okay. So the WCC, the World Council of Churches, said, hey, yo, pull them more, more audio in the voice, but they can get happy. Come on. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6, reading verses 19 to 21. Skipping down to 24 and 33. 19 says, Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth, 
where Moat and, and Russ do corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. 20. But lay up yourselves treasure in heaven where neither Moat nor Russ do have corrupt, and where thieves cannot break through nor steal. 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve Yahweh and Mamma. 20 33 Verse 33 says But seek But seek ye first The kingdom of Yahweh And his righteousness And all these things shall be added Unto you And see And that's one of the greatest mysteries in understanding we, we we go for everything worldly, and, and we forget about the seek Yahweh, and all them things that you're looking for will be added to you once you seek your mighty one first. You should seek Yahweh first, and all them things that you're looking for will be added to you. Because if Yahweh sets you down today, tell me one thing, are you prepared to meet him and, and, and thinking that you are going where you need to go at. You're going someplace, but you, you need to go where to go. See, that's why you got to give it all you got. Every opportunity you get, give it all you got because any, any day can be your last. And how Yahweh find you on that last day, that's how he's going to judge you. He tell you, and uh, we told Paul to write in the business of Paul, if they, if they would have done me right in the last five years of their life, he's our partner, but they didn't do me right. They still got caught in worldly things, and they didn't do me right from the get-go, so I'm going to bond them in the back. So, he, he, so that's why he always sent, matter of fact, let me get a precept, Elder, before we go to Mother. Let me get a precept in Second Chronicles twenty four nineteen. I need a precept on that. I need a precept on that. Twenty four nineteen. He said, Yeah, see that's all right, but why don't you practice what you preach? Put a precept with that. Second Chronicles twenty four verse nineteen says what? In the book of Second Chronicles, chapter twenty four, reading verse nineteen says. Yet he sent seers to them to bring them again to, unto the Yahweh. And they testified against them, but they would not give ear. Ain't that something? Look at the man just said. He told, he said, I sent seers to you. I sent the man of Yahweh in every generation, like you got the man of Yahweh today. You pay the, you pay the man of Yahweh, no never mind. He said, I'm always going to send you a seer. But what they say they're going to do with the seer again, uh, Elder, what they say they're going to do with the seer again? They would Verse not 19. give ear. They would not give they would ear. Not, but they would not give ear. So 
That means that tell old seal something. Don't ever worry. You, your job is just put it out there. Now, what do you hear or what do you prevail? That's up to you. So my job is to make sure that I play the role that he gave me as seer of the hour in this generation. But they're not going to pay me no never mind, because they, according to what you was read, they didn't pay him no never mind. So, and now you're chapter 9, Daniel. Can you uh, look at verse number 6 for me? Daniel 9, verse 6. I need a precept on that. Daniel 9, verse 6. In the book of Daniel, chapter 9, reading verse number 6 says, Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the seers, which strength thy and such bank in thy name to our kings and princes, and our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. You see that? He said now he said uh, you didn't you didn't speak. You didn't speak. I mean he said the seers come again, their job is to come to Kings, they come to the princes, and they come. They job is to come everywhere to come. That's their job. He said, "You're not gonna pay them no never mind." So we so so we, so when they pay those seal of hours now, no never mind. I can read what they didn't pay. They didn't pay no never mind to the one of old. So my job is to make sure I just put it out there. Just Drake Miller will change this right out. You see. Because I don't look for nothing to happen no different for me than happened for them. See? So my job is to make sure you hear it. Let me get another precept on that, Elder. Let's go to Ezekiel. I want to get another precept on that. Because, see, one thing about it. See, the words of Yahweh comfort you. They'll comfort you. But then once you understand, when you, when you show them that, what this man saying before the man, uh, before he shut you down, and you don't pay him no never mind. And then sometimes you be worried about some things, and then he'll give you a message on you now. Don't worry about the sin. They didn't pay, they didn't pay the sin no mind. And he'll mess around and tell Ezekiel something that is going to uh, really. Look what he said to Ezekiel, the seer, and 3, verse 7. Now look what he said to Ezekiel, the seer, and 3, verse 7. Listen, listen to this, Elder. 3, verse 7, what did he say? In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, reading verse number 7, it says, But the family of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the family of Israel are impudent and hard-headed. Hey, that's up. He said, Ezekiel, listen. He's going to tell you something. I know I'm telling you, but I call it from the beginning. They gon' they ain't gonna pay they gonna pay you no never mind. Because they don't need to pay me no never mind. So Ezekiel saying, God dog, you mean they don't pay you no never mind? And they ain't gonna pay you no never mind. So the seer is clear. My job is to let you hear what this man's saying, because a wise seer uh, uh help me out um um Sarah. I want to hear something about a wise seer. What about a wise seer in Kim Wan or Sarai? I want to hear something about it. Dan, give me a precept in 37, 23. 
I need to hear something. Yahweh bid you, Sister Sarah, again. Hallelujah, Now, Sister Sarah, I need to hear something about the, about the angel came down to his old seer, and he started talking to him, and he said something to him in 10-1. Uh, let the national audience, let's hear what was said to the old seer in 10 verse 1. What was said to the old seer in 10-1? Uh-huh. A wise seer will instruct his people in the government of a prudent man. You see that? See, a wise seer, a man of Yahweh, he's going to instruct his people. You're going to hear what you have to hear on a tape delay. Because a lot of them, they, just, they go back on the tape and play it over. That's, that's a good thing, too. A wise seer is going to instruct his people and tell you what this man is saying. But we know... The majority is not going to hear those here. What the precept in 37, 2 and 3 say? Give me a precept on that. Go to the book of Sirach, chapter 37, verse 23 reads. Right. A wise man instructs his people. Mm, but what man are we talking about again? We just read it. The man we're talking about in, in verse number 10. What man are we talking about? A wise seer. Oh, that man. So that man going to instruct his people. A wise seer going to instruct his people. Finish that verse up. Verse 23, a wise seer will instruct. And the future of his understanding is not going to fail. Because you know why? I'm going to put me some Luke 12, 12 on the table. And I'm going to say, y'all, why you take the lesson over? I don't know where you're going. Everybody, you should look at you, You'll never know where I'm going. Just get in there and, and, and do your part for the top part of the Sabbath day. So that's how we roll. See, we hear the young lion over there, he's growling already, so I don't know what kind of growl that is, but don't see he ready, he ready to do what he got to do. Now, so now, now, Mother E, now we was, what, what was your word for me, Mother E? You was holding something for me. You was holding me in Luke chapter 12, Luke yes. chapter 12, verse 15 through 17, then skip down to 19 through 21. 31 and 32. That was you holding from me, uh, mother. So this is our part of the Sabbath day, and we try to get all all wind up, and, and we're going to throw a little something on the table. And then you'll hear that crowded young lion going to get out, going to get on, on kick ass some business. So now, in Luke chapter 12, mother, see, remember you read, uh, the elder read about, he would tell you now, don't just all of a sudden just put all of your treasure on earth. Oh, I got to work double time. I got to get this money together and all that kind of stuff. All your mind is on worldly events. Now, we read that in Matthew 6, 19 through 21, 34, and 33. Now, we're going to get a precept on that, mother. And Luke chapter 12, 15 through 17, 19 through 21, 31 and 32. What does that have, Mother E? Come on. Okay. Luke chapter 12, uh, 15 to 17, 19 to 21, 31 to 32. Luke chapter 12, verse 15. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of, of covenant. Covenant, where a man's body 
consist not in the abundance of things which he possessed. 16. And he speak a parable unto them, saying. He was speaking a parable. Hey, hold on, mother. So, he, so, this, so this is a parable he, he's speaking. He tell them, beware of covenants. He's beware of being covenants now. Covenants is you trying to grab everything in the world. You trying to please the world. And you're not getting Yahweh right. Now, he's saying this is a parable. Now, why he's speaking in parables, um, help me out, uh, um, Sister Sarah, why is he speaking in parables anyway? In Matthew 13, 13, can you up those see out? Why is he speaking in parables? Make it verse 9 and 13. Matthew, why is Yahweh speaking in parables anyway? Why is he doing it? Maybe we'll find out from Sister Sarah in 13, verse 9 and 13. And 34 and 35. Why is Yahweh speaking in parables? Maybe, maybe not thinking old Sia speaking in parables. But let's find out what's really going on when we read 13, verse 9. Matthew, we can skip down 13, 34 and 35. What's going on there, Sister Mary? I mean, Sister Sarah? Well, why can't I do that? There you, there you, 
you'll have somebody come and show you why you're not doing that. Because you got to get that junk out your trunk. So y'all go, I ain't, he ain't going to work with you until you get that junk out your trunk. Huh? You get that junk out your trunk, y'all go, I'll work with you. What's, you, you read all this, Sarah? Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. All right. If you read already. No, you ain't read no. I, I'll give you a precept. Mark chapter 4, 9 through 11.
But Yahweh said, but Yahweh said unto him, Thus food, this night thy soul shall be required. Thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Verse 21. So is he that lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward Yahweh. Verse 31. But rather seek ye the kingdom of Yahweh, and all these things shall be added unto you. 32. Fret not the not flock, but it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So he said, the father, he said, this thing is to give you the, he, he, he's to give you the kingdom. Read verse 31 again, mother. 31 again. Luke chapter 12, verse 31. But rather, seek ye the kingdom of Yahweh, and all these things shall be added unto you. So he's telling you that you can't put the horse in front of the cart. He said, the first thing you do, make sure you got your yakwa right. Then all them things that you think you might want, it will be added to you. He said, but never neglect yakwa's business. Seek yakwa first. And all them things you got on your mind, well, I want to get me this and get the better half this and and she's saying, I want to get him this and that. He call you a fool. It's the first thing you're going to do is make sure you got me right. Because I got you in the palm of my hand. I can kill you when I get ready. That's why I send my seals to tell you. First thing you do is get me right. Let's get a priest that more than 115. A mark. Let's see, let's see him beating the drums when he go face-to-face to the southern kingdom, Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and he tell them something in Mark 115. Hey, Mother, hey, Mother, he told them something in Mark 115. What did he tell them? The book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 15. Mark, chapter 1, verse 15. Verse 15, read. And said, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand. Repent you, and believe the covenant. You see that? You see the man saying, he said, the time is at hand. That was 2,000 years ago. He said, repent. He was telling Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon in the southern kingdom that. Repent, <laughs> because the time is at hand. See, so that we, so he's sending a seal to you today, a man of Yahweh. Repent. Once you find out that what your work is not lying with this Bible, it's up to you to repent. But in the same token, we know you're not going to pay the seal, no, never mind. You know why we know that? Hey, preach up that mother at Jeremiah 44, verse 4 and 6. Let me show you why I know you're not going to pay the seal, no, never mind. 
example, Jeremiah, he was raised from the womb in the first chapter, verse 4 and 5, but adds another seal on the table right now, seal, Israel, oil seal right here. Now, in 44, verse 4 and 16, listen to this. Okay. Look at Jeremiah. Chapter 44, verse what? 15. 4 and 16. Okay. 4 and 16, Emma. Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 4 and verse 16. Verse 4 reads, I be, I sent unto you all my servants, the seal, rather early, and sending them, saying, Oh, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Verse 16. As for, as for the word that thou hast spoken unto us in the name of the Yahweh, we will not hearken unto thee. Did you just say mm-hmm. You just said you say you, that send your servant to see it to you. And they said, we hear you, Jeremiah the Seer, but we ain't going to listen to you. You hear what you say, Mother? Say, read again for the nice note to hear what they said. They said, we know you're speaking in the, in, in Yahweh's word, but we ain't going to pay you no never mind. I wonder if that's the spirit we got written down since we are the senator and people that made that statement. Read verse 16 again. Mother, what did he say again? Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 16. As for the, the words that I have spoken unto us in the name of the Yahweh, we will not hearken unto thee. Ah, my, my. Ah, well, so that, that makes the sales get very comfortable on that. So my job is to continue to come on the broadcast, just show it to the man's hand. But we know you're not going to, majority is not going to listen. But we know a few will. So when the few didn't listen, that's up to you. But we know the majority is not going to hear it. Although it's 900,000 plus on the international side. But how many going to listen? I don't know. But here go big dignitaries. They said, listen, we we know you're speaking in the name of Yahweh, but we ain't going to listen to you. See that? Uh, that's big talk with them. So we see Sister Miriam is coming on stage on top part of the seventh day. Let's bring a meet and greet Sister Miriam by saying, Sister Miriam, Israel. Yahweh be there see Israel. Yahweh bless you. Here is real.
be in peace with many. Nevertheless, have but one counsel of a thousand. Verse 35. He, he will be willing, be willing to hear in good discourse. And let not the parable of understanding escape thee. 36. And if thou seest a man of understanding, get thee, be time unto him, and let thou put where the steps of his door. 37. Let thy mind be upon the ordinance of Yahweh, and meditate continue in his commandment. He shall establish thine mind and give thee wisdom as thy own desire. Read verse 6, 6 again, mother. Rock chapter 6, verse 6. Be in peace with many Nevertheless, have but one counsel of a thousand. Mm-hmm. See, we can be in peace with many. We can we can be in peace with everybody. Ain't Willie May and Uncle Buck, sisters, brothers, nephews, cousins. But when it comes down to the word of Yahweh, you got to have one counsel. Mm-hmm. Or Yahweh going to take it away from you. He's going to take it away from me because it's, the angel came from heaven to tell Sarah to put it in right. If they go past one counseling, in a word, they're going to stick with it. You're going to get away from them. But when they follow my rules, it's going to stick with them. Now, Sister Mary, we'll come back and read that verse again for the national audience's sake. We'll start it back over again, whatever, wherever you have start it back over again. What does it say? Jeremiah, chapter 7, verse 25. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the seers, daily, rising up early and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their necks. They did worse than their fathers, 27. Therefore, you shall speak all these words unto them, but they will not hearken to to you. You shall also call unto them, but they will not answer you, 28. But you shall say unto them, this is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of Yahweh, their Yahweh, nor the seed correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. Mm. 29. Cut off your hair, O Israel, and cast it away and take up a limitation on high places. For the Yahweh has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. 30, for the children of Judah have done evil in my sight. 
saith Yahweh. They have set their abominations in the temple, which is called by my name, to pollute it. Hallelujah. So he's telling, he, so he, he telling um, Jeremiah the seer, he said, pluck your hair out your head. Go on, pluck the hair out your head. He said, because I sent you to tell them what they need to do, but they are hard in their neck again. He said, they worse than they bothers on the website. And you imagine how they are today. So you can imagine how we are today, because everything that's written in this Bible, we, we have stepping on it. It's gonna call you, but we know you're not gonna see or no. Never mind. He just he just told Jeremiah, Jeremiah, we Jeremiah, they don't pay you no. They don't harden their neck. They don't stiffen their neck anyway. So they don't pay you no. Never mind. You gonna tell them exactly what to do to fix their bodies, what you gotta do to everything. But they're not gonna pay you no. Never mind. They still gonna go eat the king's meat. You can't eat the king's meat if you wanna get your body straightened up. And see, we are gonna read an article about what happened with um on the so-called Thanksgiving and showing you finally that you can't do and you break these scriptures and think you're going to come out smelling like a rose it's going to cause you. But he always wants to see it to you tell you it's up to you those that got to hear the ear. Let's get a preach up on that um, Sister Marion. We're going in Ezekiel chapter 2 Look at verse 1, 5, 7, and 9. Let's see what it says in Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 1, 5, 7, and 9. Hey, what does it say there, uh, Sister Mary in Israel? Come on. Hallelujah. Book of Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 1, 5. Seven and nine. In verse one, Ezekiel chapter two, read. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy your foot, and I will speak unto you. Verse five. And they weathered, and they weathered, withered. They will hear or whither they will forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Yet shall know that there have been a fear among them. Seven. Mm-hmm. And that word house in this case means a family, a nation, northern, northern mm-hmm. and southern. They are a rebellious people, southern and northern kingdom. He said they are rebellious people, mm-hmm. Ezekiel, but listen. Ezekiel said, you listen to me. He said, now, what do they hear? Or what do they prepare? They, they, she don't worry about that, Ezekiel. You just get on in there and tell them what I'm saying. Same thing, tell them see today. See, come on, boy, okay. Tell them what I'm saying. It's up to them. But when they stand before me, they can't say they never heard it. Because you don't be able to heard it plainly. But you're going to step the neck. Verse 7 and 9, what it say? Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 7 and 9 read, 7. You shall speak my words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. Verse 9. 
And when I looked, behold, a hand was sent unto me, and lo, a roll of a book was therein. Hallelujah. You say, and all of a sudden he looked, and here come the angel. All the all the things showed up. This messenger had just a hand, and in in his, in his hand he had a book in his hand. See when Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel, but see, see you got to, you got to prepare the seer before they go. How are you gonna speak his words unless they they, they got to read something? So now he sent an angel, and all he seen with his angel was his hand. All he seen with his hand. Dude, an angel showed up on him, and and he, and he had in his hand a book. And what happened in First Kings twelve, verse two down to verse six there. And First Kings, um, Sister Marion, what can we read in First Kings about this book? Let's find out about this book a little bit more about it. First Kings twelve, make it second Kings. Second Kings twelve, verse two down to verse six. Let's talk about this book. He had his hand. Because he, he don't change his program. So you always gonna send your book. And now we got the book now called the Bible now. We got the book now. And on Sylvia rewrite the book. And we and we rewrite the book. Let's see what happened in Second Kings twelve, two down to verse six. What happened now, Sister Miriam? Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter twelve verse two. Down to six. Verse two. Read. Second Kings chapter twelve. And Jehoahaz did that which was right in the sight of Yahweh all his days, wherein Jehoiada the priest instructed him. Three. But the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. Four, and Jehoahaz said to the priest, All the money of the dedicated things that is brought into the temple of Yahweh, even the money of everyone that passes the account, the money that every man is set at, and all the money that cometh into any man's mind, to bring into the temple of the Yahweh. Let the priest take it to them, every man of his acquaintance, and let them repair the breaches of the temple wheresoever any breach shall be found. Six, but it was so that in the three and twentieth year of King Jehoahaz, the priest had not repaired the breaches of the temple. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I need another word. I need one more word out of that. Um, I need another word. You, you stop that. What verse you stop that again? Verse 6, 2 Kings chapter 12. Mm-hmm. I, need, I need another word out of that statement. So, um, go to the 22nd chapter. I need, I need one more word out of that. 
So all that was going on, go to the 22nd chapter. And well, let's see, I need another word out of that. I need another word. Go to 22 and pick that back up again. I tell you, we just get read down to verse number 10 and 11. I'm looking for a word, that, the precept, a word that we heard prior. What it says in Second Kings chapter 22, verse number 9 down to verse 11. No, make it, make it eight. Go on, make, make it sound good. Pick it up, verse eight. Eight down to eleven. I got a precept word. Hallelujah, Mr. Mary. Come on. All right. Second Kings, chapter. Second Kings, chapter twenty-two, verses eight down to eleven. And the read. Verse eight, and Hilkiah the high priest. Said unto Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Yahweh. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan, and he read it. Nine. And Shaphan the scribe came to the king and brought the king word again and said, Your servant hath gathered the money that was found in the temple. And have delivered it into the hand of them that do the work. They have the oversight of the temple of the Yahweh. Ten. And Shaphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest have delivered me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. Eleven. And it came to pass when the king had heard the words of the book of the law that he rent his clothes. Hallelujah. So, so when he when he heard that book, see, remember, the, the man that he had was called the high priest was, he was doing the best he can, but he found out that, um, see, sometimes you be in ministries, you will feel that these people, just, they all right. They can be all right. But remember, a lot of these camps can only get you so high. That's the point we're trying to make. They only get you in, like, you know, from so many grades. But to get at a higher level, you ought to find the six anointed camps that brought up to his life. That's why we, we appall all the, the, the camps around the world. But if you want to take it to the next level, you ought to find the six anointed camps that brought up to his life. Not trying to just tell you the back. See, they only can get you so high. The king meant well. He had to quit him, but the priest got him so high. The high priest, he only got him with Then he fell up on this book. Same book we got right now, the Bible. And when the king heard the Bible read to him, he tore his clothes up. Because he meant well. See, you got a lot of people that mean well. But they only can get you so far. You got to recognize the sign of the time. Uh, read a couple of verses just to see what happened. Why did he rent his clothes? What did he What did he know? Why did he rent his clothes? That's what I want to find out. Read two more verses there, um, 12 and 13. Why did he rent his clothes? We will find out. The book of 2 Kings, chapter 22, 
verse 12 and 13. And the king king commanded Achaiah, the priest, and Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, and Archibald, the son of Micaiah, Micaiah, and Shaphan, the scribe, and Ahiah, a servant of the king's saying, 13, go you, inquire of Yahweh for me and for the people and for all Judah concerning the words of this book that is found for great is the wrath of Yahweh that is kindled against us because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book to do according to all that which is written concerning us. Hallelujah. Watch. Ain't that something? You hear that man saying? Mm-hmm. He's looking at a key. You know, he may well. He had a man. He had a, 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 a half pepper yacht while man with him. He said, but listen, I know you've done all you can, but that's not, we got, you got to recognize around the world. got to recognize this thing. These Israelite camps are going to get you so high. And sooner or later, you want to find bosses of the children's life to get to the level you want to be at. That's why we, on airways, humble. And that's why we aim at these six anointed camps. You've got to raise your, your level up of understanding. Because this is a big job ahead of us. You've got to know how to get in his Bible and take care of his business. Because they only can get you so far. And they got to give it up. But they got to recognize the signs of the time. So now he recognized that this man, although he meant good, read that verse 2 again. Let me show you that he meant well. Read verse, um, back to, back over to that book. Uh, I need to read. Show you that he, he meant well. 12. Uh, 22 verse, read verse 22 verse 2. He meant well. You got a lot of people meant, meant well. But he told you, when you go seek a second counsel, you don't, you're not doing the one counseling anymore. Then Yahweh is going to take it away from you. So what happened by them not doing the one counseling, Yahweh is taking it away from it, and then the one he had that was was holding down a temple site in his time, he only knew so much. And then once he found that book was read to him, he said, God, dog, because he knows judgment starts at the top. He knows the first one who hit the mouth was going to be him. So he has to hug and get him some out. He says, oh, hold on, hold on, high priest. Get back to me. i got to go find somebody that can tell me more about this book. And that's what's going to happen all around the world. They're going to come all over the world and sit down with the six anointed camps of bosses over to his life. That's why it's so important to contribute to this ministry for land, school, banquet hall, and the greenhouse to restore everything we need. But they'll come all over the world and sit on our feet. But you got to Raise the level When you got more than one counsel, it's a no-no to Yahweh. That we read in six, verse 6. You don't take it away from you. But when you got that one counselor going, beating in your head, Yahweh going to store some stuff in your head. You'll be saying, I'm ready for anybody. Whatever something matter you want to bring on the table, I'm ready to go. So that's what's going to happen. We tell you up front. Read verse 2 again. 22 22, 2, Second Kings, and it reads, verse 2, And he did that which was right in the sight 
of the Yahweh and walked in all the way of Yahweh his father and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. Hallelujah. Wow. The king meant well. You might, have, you might have some people in your family that mean well. Mm-hmm. They don't know that the Christianity is from Satan the devil. They don't know that. Yeah. They think they're doing well in Islam and Judaism. They don't know that that's a, a pope sit up this thing and he got uh, all type of things going on. You know? Christianity has been set up by Satan the devil. Well, I know you, you 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 got your loved one love from Christianity, but they don't know no better. That's why you got to meet them according to this book. Christianity ain't what the children of Israel knew nothing about. They knew some dust as y'all called law, statutes, and commandments. You know, average Christian came to me, the law done away with. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the law done away with, it makes you plain. And, um, Sister Sarah in 7 verse 1 of Romans. It makes you plain. I mean, on the right side of the book, it makes you plain. And, and Sister, um, uh, Miriam, I'm going to go back to that 12th chapter of 2 Kings, and I'm going to read verse 2 and 3 in a minute. But see, the average Christian, ask the average Christian, they'll say, well, we're not up on the law, we're up on the grace. See that? You don't even know what that even means. You know? Keep the law. No, we're not up on the law no more. We're up on the grace. No, we don't wear fringes because fringes is done away with. See? This is what a Christian would tell you. Mm-hmm. And you got the love mm-hmm. one that actually means well. But they got to come out from under that paganism. Christianity is a Roman Catholic Church doctrine. Pope Nicholas V, he the one sent them on gag to whoop them up on that day anyway. He the one sent them over there. He said, you find in the infidels not keeping Christianity. They don't know about no Christianity. So when the pilgrims came, they was up under the banner of the Pope then. See? Pope Nicholas V, 1393. That's what happened. See? Who told you? The worship on Sunday. Who told you that? The Bible didn't tell you that. But the Roman Catholic Church didn't tell you that. Eh? And the average Christian, that's what first thing he going to do is do Sunday. He following the Roman Catholic Church. Eh? So we we got people that means well. But they got to. That's why we tell the six on the camp, you got to step it up. You're going to be on the clock on every subject matter in the Bible. And I'm going to give you a heads up. All you got to do is have one counselor and study this, and Yahweh will you rest with you, come in, he'll suck with you. But if you're all over the place, he's going to take away from you. You'll be all over the place, and you'll be found, bumming around, heated up and everything, because you 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 over here listening to this and this and that. He said one counselor out of a thousand. He's had a piece of men in 6-6, six, six, but have one counselor. And then you see the different this book will start open up for you when you play it by the rules of the Bible. What you read, what would you read, Sarah? Book of Romans, chapter seven, verse one. What? Verse one reads. What? Know you not, brother? For I speak to them that know the law. Yeah. How does the law have dominion over a man? I hate that. Did the man say it? The law have dominion over you 
as long as you live. So the Christianity churches said, Lord, done away with They don't know what was done away when the law was called the killing of the animals now. That's the law done away with in kid one of the Hebrews. They don't know that. That's why you got to reach your loved ones. Get down to 10 down to verse 12 and 16. Let's beat it a little bit, Sarah. Let's beat it a little bit more. Romans chapter 7, reading verse 10 down to 12. And verse 16. Mm-hmm. Thyroid. Mm-hmm. And the common cold reached Florida and Cuba. Mm-hmm. 
So you see that? So you see all, like you say, you know, you got people got all them diseases you got today, like today. Look what you got today. You got cancer, you got diabetes, you got high blood pressure. Where do you get that stuff from? See, you had none of that, none of that on the table before he saw his five sons. And they tell you, for your kids to go to school, they got to get a vaccination. See, small pox shots and everything. So you see, you see what you did, but you're not gonna pay the sin on never mind. And that what happened when it came. You know the the Gadites, they was running around in their canoes, and um, trade like they normally do. They ran into the Europeans. He put all that bad, and they took it and spread it. And that's how they got all through the autumn country. That's how they, they didn't make all the moves. We carried their germs from one tribe to the next. But all them stuff that we got today, guess where they come from? You disobeying what this one ministry tell you to do, how to eat to live, leave the king's meat alone. The king's meat, what the king's meat is, that chicken, that cow and that all. Yeah? We read that last night lesson. If you leave, if you leave that alone, you won't have them problem. And do you exercise, but keep your yakwa first. Let's read a little bit more. All right. Let's read a little bit more. Let's read a little bit more. Let me, let me read a little bit more. That's how the trade operates. Hallelujah. Stop and right. talk. What did it say? Listen to this. All right. Continuation about some more stories from documents that had taken place in the year 1621 about Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving, as a lot of folks understand it, was in 1621 between the pilgrims of Plymouth College and the Gadites. With, uh, let me spell it, W A M P A N O A G tribe. So that's what they called themselves at the time. Mm-hmm. But no, they didn't call themselves that, but Esau, the Esau put that name, but they was the Gadites. The water was prophesied that you're going to be taken down. Them was the Gadites. One of the members of the 12 tribes of Israel, that was the Gadites. Go ahead. The Gadites was called during that time W-A-M-P-A-N-D-A-G, tribe in present-day Massachusetts. present-day Massachusetts. I I can't pronounce the name, but you know what? I get more calls on you didn't didn't pronounce the the king's name right, so I ain't going to even do it. Go ahead. While records indicate that this celebration did happen, there are a few misconceptions we need to clear up. Because of the because of the unsure erasure, in other words, removal and exclusions of the Gadites, commonly known today as Native Americans. Narratives from the histories a lot of us were taught. We've been left with an incomplete picture of what really happened. So here's the full story. There's no evidence that the Gadites, commonly known today, the W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G people, were even invited in the first place an account from the time says 90 members of the Gadites, the W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G-T, 
tribes were present and makes no mention of invitations. Some experts believe that these 90 men were an army sent by Gadites, commonly known today, Native Americans, or W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G leader. Spell this word out. Leader, O-U-S-A-M-E-Q-U-I-N. At the sound of gunshots, which turned out to be a part of the celebration. In their first encounter with the Gadites, W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G people, the pilgrims stole from the tribe's winter provisions. And I mean, it wasn't until later that the Gadites, O-U-S-A-M-E-Q-U-I-N, formed an alliance between the groups. Even then, the alliance really only existed because the Gadites, W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G, people were ravaged by disease caused by Esau, commonly known today European, colonizers in the year prior. It was less about intercultural harmony and more about survival, made necessary by the actions of these settlers. That first harvest was followed by daily conflict between colonizers and native people, including, but not definitely not limited to the Gadites, W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G-S, Esau and his five sons, commonly known today as Europeans, repaid their native allies by seizing native land and imprisoning, enslaving, and executing native people. Explored the shores 
of Cape Cod for four days before around Massachusetts track, they had robbed the graves of our fathers mm. and stolen their corn and beans. Ain't that something? He said they weren't even on the shore for days. And all they were looking for was graves to take the gold out of the graves and then take the corn and beans. Now, that's how they paid them back. So that's the story you don't know. You said they want to use that. Now, this is the guy I can tell you the story that's not in your history books. They said Esau despised songs translated there as the white man and the white woman from the Roman Catholic Church. They went over there four days before they started Fighting graves looking for gold. Digging up graves. They were shooting their pistol off. That's why they came visiting. What, what's that going on? They shooting their pistols off. That's how they were celebrating. Shooting their pistols. So the 90 men came to people on that thing. They been in a conflict all the way. Never was nobody sitting around doing nothing. They made, they made alliance with them up the road, and that was fatal to them. Because they said judges. Two, one, two, and three make no league with the habits of the land. So they didn't really make no lines with these peoples. They were there on the mission of the Pope to colonize Roman Catholic Church Pope. Going over there in Rome today. His back Pope. Okay? And they was over there and they were stealing the corn and the beans. See? That would really happen. So we'll take a take another look at that another time, but we want to make sure we clear. See, we can deal on any subject matter it is. The true history has never been told, but the boys of the truth might be telling the story. My family tell it every year. It's just a year they don't got away from the six anointing camps. They just uh, I told the same story last year, but they didn't take notes. They paid the seal no never mind. Well, so that's the way it be. So now, um, back to the sister of Miriam. So now, in Ezekiel chapter 3, sister Miriam, we don't let Ezekiel 3, verse 1, 4, 10, 11, get your Xerox copy there, you know, know, hallelujah, well, because we got to be prepared, because game says it's coming. And we, we teach on everything every year. You know, we we let, let the best of them get out there and jump around with this. But we be looking looking for our old notes that we taught on last year this time. Yeah, I'll keep mine. Huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so Ezekiel chapter 3, <laughs> verse 1, 4, 10, 11, 17 through 21, and 27. Uh, Sister Mary, what's that say? Let's see what it says that we can read. And Ezekiel 3, verse 1, 4, 10, and 11, 17 through 21, and 27. What is that, Sister Mary? And Mother Eve. Hey, Mother Eve. And Genesis chapter 14, verse 19 and 20, with well, a precept in Hebrews 7, verse 4, had that waiting on me. And we're going to get out the way and turn to a young lion, let him uh let me see what he's working with. Let you know we'll bring the broadcast to you at the same time. Top part of the Sabbath day. All the camps ready to go. Gates ready to go. We ready to teach you some Bible. 
Come on, Sister Miriam, what is it saying? Ezekiel 3, verse 1, 4, 10, and 11. Get down to 17 through 21 and 27. What is it saying, Sister Miriam? Come on. Hallelujah. Moreover, Ezekiel chapter 3. Hold on, hold on, hold on, on, Sister Mary. Remember, we're teaching by the national audience. So call where you at so they can keep up. Where you at in Ezekiel 3, verse 1, or 10 and 11, 17 through 21 and 27. We're teaching for the scattered Israelites all over the world. They're all listening. Let them know what you're reading, man. Come on. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 1, 4, 10 through 11, 17 through 21, and verse 27. Hallelujah. And verse 1 reads, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that you find it, eat this roll, and go speak unto the temple of Israel. Verse 4. And he said unto me, Son of man, Go, get you unto the temple of Israel, and speak with my words unto them. Verse 10. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto you, receive in your mind, and hear with your ears. 11. And go, get you to them of the captivity and to the children of your people. And speak unto them and tell them, thus saith Yahweh, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Verse 17, Son of man, I have made you a watchman unto the temple of Israel. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth and give them warning from me. Verse 18, when I say unto the wicked, you shall surely die and you giveth them not warning, nor speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at your hand. 19. Yet if you warn the wicked and you turn not from him, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. 20. Again, when I, a righteous man does turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because you have not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he hath done, shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at your hand. 21. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he does not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned. Also, you have delivered your soul. 27. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you shall say unto them, Thus saith Yahweh, Yahweh, he that heareth, let him hear, and he that forbeareth, let him forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Hallelujah. Why? He said, he said that they are a rebellious family. That's what he means. He's talking about no building, mm-hmm. talking about your family. This is a rebellious family. Yeah. They're they yeah. going to flip their neck on what Yahweh is saying. 
And um, they just going to sit tonight. Reason, but, but, but Ezekiel, to see it, you make sure you tell them. And let them go and flip their neck all they want them. But make sure they know <laughs> you have told them. That's all we come on the broadcast do is tell you. The time is at hand. Genesis chapter 14, 19, 20. What did it say there, um, Mother E? With the precept of Hebrews 7, verse 4. Paul at the great big temple. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what it says, Mother Genesis 14, 19, 20, then precept to Hebrews 7, verse 4. Hey, Mother what's going on with that verse? Okay. Genesis chapter 14, verse 19 and 20. And he said, Genesis chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14, verse 19 and 20. Verse 19. And he blessed him and said, Bless thee, of the Most High, Yahweh, the best of heaven and earth. 20. Bless thee, the Most High, Yahweh, which has delivered thy enemies into thy hand. And he gave him of all. He grew.
Oh, you pay that, no, never mind. He asked him a question. Are you greater than Abraham? You know, it's a great big temple. Let's, let's make sure that's what's going on. We're going to 13, verse 42, my back. Let's find out is this a great big temple that they're talking about. Acts 13, verse 42. Okay. Book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 42. Acts chapter 13. I thought she said heaven 3. Acts chapter 13. Verse 42. Take a fill down to verse 44. Take a fill down to 44. Okay. Acts chapter 13. 42 to 44. Acts chapter 13. Verse 42. And when the Yahweh Judah was gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles, the ten northern tribes, after he went, hey, mother, hey, after they go out the temple, mother, they weren't they weren't in no sin of God. They was in the temple. So they uh, so they they, they was going out of the temple. So Judah, Benjamin, mm-hmm. Levi, Simeon, they have left the temple. And what happened next? Okay. Uh, I'll read that over again. And when the Jews, mm-hmm. thou Jesus, were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles, the ten northern tribes. The temple. Hold on, mother. When they when they coming out okay. of the sin of God, polluted for the temple, polluted for the okay. temple. Okay. Maybe I get it right this time. Acts chapter 13, verse 42. And when the Yahweh Judah was gone out of the temple, the Gentiles, the ten northern tribes, thought that these words might be taught to them the next Sabbath. 43. Now when he, now when the congregation was Broken up, many of the Gentile Judas religious apostolites followed Paul and Barnabas, who speak to them for something them to continue in the covenant of Yahweh for the souls. The next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of Yahweh. So you see that? So so Paul was invited to the southern kingdom, but he was there anyway, but Peter gave him the microphone. And the northern kingdom was outside and peeping in at that time. Uh, Paul was letting them know it's time to bring them in. But they don't pay their penalty. So Paul looked right at Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon and said to them, Hebrews 7, verse 4, mother. He looked right at them in 7, verse 4 at the temple and asked him a question. He asked him a question in Hebrews 7, verse 4, mother. He asked Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon a question in 7, verse 4. 
verses 1 through 14 reads, A certain man named Ananias was Sapphira. His wife sold a possession to and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Three. But Peter said, and another, why? Hold up. Hold that part down, Sister Marion. What do you mean by that he uh, kept back part of the price? What that means to everybody in national? What part, what part of the price did he kept back? What part of the price you back? Oh, Sister Mary. Hey, read it again. Hey, read it again there, Mother, Mother Eve. Read your Hebrews chapter 7, verse 4. Let's, let's make sure Sister Mary is just doing just more than just reading. She read with understanding. What part of the price did he kept back? Hebrews 7, verse yeah. 4, Mother Eve. Read, read it again, Mother Eve. Look at Hebrews chapter 7. Verse 4. Book of Hebrews chapter 7, verse 4. Now consider how great this man was, in whom even the patriarch Abraham is the tenth of the fall. Now, what part of Christ did he hold back to, Sister Miriam? A tenth. Mary, what part of the price did he, did he uh, held back? He held like a tenth. Oh, okay, good. Now, remember, we edifying the national audience. So he found out. Now, y'all quite a song back in heaven. So then you know that's still in process because he held back part of the price, and the part of the price he made when he made a business deal or got his 40 hours or 80 hours in, he held back the tenth part. By the foundation understood. Now come on, continue reading. So he held back a tenth of whatever possession he had that he got up with forty hours and eighty hours, whatever he did. He both pulled out a tenth of that, but he held it back. And what happened next, Jeff? What happened next? Acts chapter five, verse three. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart, your mind, to lie to the Righteous spirit, and to keep that part of the price of the land. For while it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own power? Why has you conceived this thing in your mind? You have not lied unto men, but unto Yahweh. Five. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the spirit. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. Six, and the young men arose, wound him up and carried him out and buried him. Seven, and it was about the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. Eight, and Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Nine. Then Peter said unto her, 
How is it that you have agreed together to tip the spirit of Yahweh? Behold, the feet of them which have buried your husband are at the door and shall carry you out. Ten, then fell she down straight away at his feet and yield up the spirit. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. Eleven, and great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. Hold on, hold on, all the church, hold on, hold on, that would mean all the church, that means the congregation of the children of Israel. The word church in this case means congregation of the children of Israel. That's what the church means in this case. Verse 11. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Verse 12. And by the hands of the apostles, Apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Thirteen, and of the rest, thus no man joined himself to them, but the people magnified them. Fourteen, and believers were the more added to the Yahweh multitudes. Both of men and women. Hallelujah. Why? Mm-hmm. See, when you're doing Yahweh's order, but then a lot of them say, well, you know, I, I just, uh, I'm too far. I can't get to the temple. Okay, good. And now, Josephus, he had that on the table himself. Well, I can't get to now one of them six anointed camps. Well, let's see what Josephus said about that. Let's see what he says now. Young Lion, read me what Josephus said about that on uh, Josephus of Antiquity, book 14, chapter 7, page 110. Let's see what Josephus said about that. And uh, Sister um, Sarah, give me Baruch chapter 1 and pick up verse 1 down to verse number 10. And, and read a lot of audio in that book. Uh, Baruch chapter 1 down at verse 10. Let's see what Josephus said about this. This is a historian at the time when the children of Israel was at their best. But what happened, some thing happened, but he made, he made something he wrote in his book on page 110, chapter 7, book 14. Let's see what he said. What did he say there? What did he say? All right. We're going to read the book of Josephus. Antiquity, book 14, chapter 7, page 110. Mm-hmm. Page 110. And let no one wonder that there was so much wealth in our temple since all the Yadda Judah throughout the habitat earth. And those that worship Yahweh, nay, even those of Asia and Europe, did their contribution to it. And this from very ancient times. You see that? He said, well, you know, a lot of people say, well, I can't get to the temple where I'm standing at. But Josephus said, well, you know, if you saw as Asia and you saw as Europe, that's where the PayPal is set up for you. I don't know how you use the PayPal, go to PayPal and, and get business. 
you can send your contribution in, and that's why they had so much gold, because they knew the one that couldn't get up, that's what the PayPal, you can't make it to none of them on the camps, but what's stopping you from going to PayPal, find out how to work PayPal, and send in your contributions. That's the word he used, contribution. Oh, I send in your 10%, you know. So they sent their contributions in from Asia and Europe. So he made it plain. He's reading his book saying that's why it was so much wealth in the temple because those of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon and the ones that worship Yahweh, they sent their contributions in even far as Europe and Asia. So they had somebody travel that fast. Now you got it easier. Or you got to find out how to work your PayPal account and send in your contribution. Good. Now, we're going to give one more in with Sister Sarah in the book of Baruch. Now, those who got the missing books called the Baruch, we're going to look at chapter 1 and see that even in captivity, let's see what happened that we can read. Remember, why I said what tell you like this. Unless you is greater than Abraham, if you can't make it to the six anointed camps, then you go to the PayPal and do your just do with the PayPal. But one thing about it, you drag your feet. Now we're going to see what, and then we're going to read one verse by Sister Sarah behind that. No, young lion going to get it. He's going to keep reading from that. Deuteronomy 6, 11, 17, 18. Then from that point on, young lion, you take it all the way in. Now, come on, Susan, let's see what we got in Baruch. Now, Baruch was the tribe for Jeremiah. Yaqua said, I'm going to let you live, Baruch, because I want you to put something in the book. Baruch, chapter 1, 1 down to verse 10, Susan Sarah, and the young lion will read Deuteronomy chapter 6, 11, 17, 18, and he will continue from that point on to his closing time. Come on. Go on to the book of Baruch, chapter 1, verse 1 through 10. Verse 1. These are the words of the book, which Baruch, the son of Nerias, the son of Messiah, the son of Sedatius, the son of Asadeus, son of Chelsius, wrote in Babylon. Verse 2. In the fifth year and in the seventh day of the month, what time as the Chaldeans took Yada Judah? And burnt it with fire. Three. And Baruch did read the words of this book in the hearing of Jaconius, the son of Joachim, king of Yada Judah. And in the ears of all the people that came to hear the book. Four. And in the hearing of the nobles and of the king's son, and in the hearing of the elders. And of all the people from the lowest unto the highest, even of all them that dwell at Babylon by the sea sun. Five. Whereupon they wept, fasted, and prayed before the Yahweh. Six. They made also a collection of money according to every man's power. Seven. And they sent it to Yadah Judah and to Joachim, the high priest, the son of Chelsius, son of Salam, and the priests, and to all the people which were found with him at Yadah Judah. Eight, at the 
same time when he received the vessels of the temple of the Yahweh that were carried out of the temple to return them into the land of Yadah Judah, the tenth day of the month, Sivan, namely silver vessels, which Sedacious, the son of Josiah, king of Yadah Judah, had made. Nine. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, 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 king of Babylon, had carried away Jaconius and the princes and the captives and the mighty men and the people of the land from Yadah Judah and brought them into Babylon. Verse 10, And they said, Behold, we have sent you money to buy you burnt offerings and sin offerings and incense and prepare you manna and offer upon the altar of the Yahweh our Yahweh. Read verse 6 and 10 again. You mean they were in captivity? And they knew one thing. We in captivity, but we're going to make sure one thing. We do what in verse 6? 6. They made also a collection of money according to every man's power. Ten, and they said, Behold, we have sent you money to buy you burnt offerings and sin offerings and incense and prepare you manna and offer upon the altar of the Yahweh or Yahweh. So those in the 600 chapter understand one thing, we Those, if you buy the Yahweh, I bet it you come to any one of the 600 locations or not. Well, you in, you in captivity today, but that should be no excuse for you not sending your contributions, free will offers in, just as your forefathers did. And that was Josephus got in his book, and you read right out of your red book. They was in captivity, but they put their money together and sent it back to the temple. Are you greater than Abraham? Are you putting your money together and send it to the temple to this location? That's all we can get in the will of y'all. Come on, y'all line. Read that in. Take it from there. Let everybody know what's going on. You want to cry. Come on. All right. We're going to the book of Deuteronomy. We're going to read chapter 6. We want verse number 11. Let's skip down 17 down to 18. 16 and 17. 16 and 17. Let's make that the book of Deuteronomy. 6, verse 11. We want 16 and 17. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse number 11, reads, In temples full of all good things. What's it read? Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse no, number 8. Uh, 8, verse 11, and 16, verse 17. All right. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse number 11. I mean, yeah, verse number 11, then 16, and 17. Verse 11 reads, Beware that you forget not YHWH Yahweh, your Yahweh, and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command you this day. 16 to 18. 16, 17, 18. Verse 16 reads, Who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers knew not, that he might humble you and that he might prove you to do you good at your latter end. Mm -hmm. Verse 17. And you say in your mind, my power and the might of my hand 
hath gotten me this wealth. Verse 18. But you shall remember Yahweh, your Yahweh, for it is he that giveth you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto your fathers as it is this day. What day? This day. Even this day that's still in motion. He the one give you power to get wealth from whatever you got coming in. Do the Bible and receive your blessing. Continue to judge your feet on the Bible. And don't do what a man tell you to do. Whether you come to any one of the six and the camps or not. Been in by going to PayPal. Or have somebody get all the money together and bring it. One person if you're not coming to the that's the rules of Yahweh to receive this blessing. And on that note, so turn on to the young mind. You're on the clock. Come on, that young mind. All right, Sid's Red, Sid Roy. We still at the top part of the Sabbath day. We're going to keep the ball game rolling. We want to first let you all know that who's carrying this broadcast, and we know we laugh right now on the Blog Talk Radio, which we come six days out of the week on the Blog Talk Radio, starting on Sunday, on the first day of the week. We come at 6 o'clock p.m., and we continue on to 9 o'clock p.m. for the Blog Talk Radio, and the Pound Talk Radio station will be open as well when the Blog Talk Radio is up and running. And also, we want you all to know, since I bought up the Pound Talk, to download the Pound Talk on your cell phone or on your smart TV or your desktop or your laptop. Download the Blog Talk, I mean the Pound Talk Radio. Once you download it, you go to Ethics Group. Then once you go to Access Group, you look for African Americans, and then you scroll on down, look for V-O-T-T-Y, Voices of the True Israelites. Once again, once you dial Power Talk, you go to Access Group. Then you get into that spot where it says African Americans, and then you scroll on down until you find Voices of the True Israelites, and we will be on the Power Talk on Sunday starting at 6 o'clock p.m., and the Blog Talk will be running, too, at the exact same time. And it will end at 9 o'clock p.m. Now, coming that following Monday, the Blog Talk and the Pal Talk broadcast will begin as well at the exact same time as it has on Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. There will be no class for the Blog Talk radio on Tuesday, but we will have the Pal Talk up and running at 8 o'clock p.m. At 8 o'clock p.m., the, the PAL talk will be up and running. The class will resume again on Wednesdays for the blog talk in the PAL talk broadcast beginning at 6 o'clock p.m. until 9 o'clock p.m., and then we will resume on Thursday at the exact same time for the blog talk and the PAL talk at 6 o'clock p.m. until 9 o'clock p.m. Remember, these are only the times that not a feast day. Feast days class will begin all feast days. Every last one of them. Class will begin at 7.30 p.m. on the weekdays. Now, coming back to the top part of the Sabbath day, class will begin at 7.30 for the blog talk and for the pal talk at the top part of the Sabbath day as it has done today. We are in the top part of the Sabbath day. Class also will resume again the following bottom part of the Sabbath day, which is commonly called today Saturday. It will begin at 
2 o'clock for the blog talk, but 12 o'clock for the pal talk. And the pal talk broadcast will be running all the way to the end of the blog talk radio, which the blog talk radio starts at 2 o'clock p.m. Now, we're going to let you all know that we do also have other broadcasts up and rolling, and that is the Facebook page, which you can catch us on the Facebook page at Sear Israel. Once again, the Facebook page for all the viewers that love to listen and watch Facebook is Sear Israel. The question and comments at the bottom part of the box right there, and we will get back with you. And also, we do have um, another spot we are broadcasting on besides Facebook. That is the YouTube page and the TikTok page, and it is the exact same name. The YouTube, the YouTube page and the TikTok page is D-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-H. Once again, the YouTube page and the TikTok page is D-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-H. Make sure you all tune in and ask your questions at the bottom part of those screens or call in to the international phone line for questions and for comments at 224-600-5579. Once again, call in for the international phone line at for questions and comments at 224-600-5579. Make sure you all take down your notes. Put your questions right there next to it. It'd be a great note taker. And then ask your questions based off something that you have heard. All right, we're going to keep the ball game rolling at the top part of the Sabbath day. We're going to ask Sister Sarah to turn that book over to some Luke chapter 12, verse number 12, and see what it reads. Going to the book of Luke chapter 12, verse 12 reads, The righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. We believe that at B-O-T-T-Y, that the ministry and righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour what you are to say. And since we're on a, on a roll to that, let me get a precept to that uh, Mother E. It's something that I want out of the book of Mark. Let's pick it up at chapter 13, and let's make that verse number 10 and verse number 11. Hallelujah, for Mother Eve, we want Mark chapter 13, verse number 10, and verse number 11. Get those two verses out of here. The book of Mark chapter 13, verse 10, and verse 11. And this covenant must first be published among all nations. Verse 11. When they shall feed you and deliver you up, take no thought before hand what ye shall speak. Neither do ye predestinate so when 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 but but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour that speaketh you, but it is not you that speaketh, but the righteous spirit. Hallelujah as well. So it's the ministry right that does the talking for you. 
in that very same hour. That's who's going to be doing the talking for you. But it was something he said in that Mother E. I want to uh, bring something out here. He said something in verse number 10. What did he say in verse in Matthew 13, verse number 10? The book of Matthew. Chapter I'm sorry, 13. I'm sorry, Mother. Make, make, no, Mother, Mother E. Excuse me. Make that Mark. Same book, Mark 13, 10. Read me verse number 10 again. Okay. The book of Mark, chapter 13, verse 10. Mark, chapter 13, verse 10. Mark, chapter 13, verse 10. And the gospel, the covenant, must first be published. Among all nations. Mm-hmm. So he said, uh, he said this covenant must be published among all nations. And I'm getting to the straight to the point here because it was something that was said. Um let's go to you, Sister Miriam. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter twenty eight, verse number nine. The book of nineteen. Let's make Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse number. I need verse number nineteen. Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse number. You said nineteen. Yeah, give me nine. Make that nineteen and twenty. Matthew chapter twenty-eight. <clears throat> Verse verse 19 and 20. Matthew 28, verse 19, read. Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the righteous Spirit. 20, teaching them to observe all things, Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Hallelujah. So he just told them, he just told, uh, he just told, verse 16, who he was speaking to? Verse 16 of Matthew, chapter 28. Yeah, then, then the eleven disciples went away unto Galilee, unto a mountain, where son Yahweh had appointed them. Now, who he was speaking to, Sister Mary? Who he was telling them to go do the, this? The eleven disciples. That's right. Eleven disciples. We know one fell off. And ain't do right, but we'll deal with that at another time right now. And somebody need to pull out of here. And he said these ones was gonna be among all nations. He told them to go among nations. But it's somebody that he told them to go teach them, right? Mm-hmm. Now he told these eleven disciples to go teach them. But it was something else that he called these eleven disciples, but we first want to deal with who is among all nations first, real fast. Let's go read something, sister. Sister Sarah, let's go to Deuteronomy 
chapter 1, verse 1. Then I want you to go go right into Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 1. And let's see what he said about them right here. Let's see what this book talking about in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse number 1. Let's see what this book is addressed to. Going to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1, read. Mm-hmm. These be the words which Moses spoke unto all Israel. To who? All Israel. So these be the words which Moses spoke unto who? All Israel. So he's speaking to all Israel. We don't see no other name now. All we see there is that he's speaking to all Israel. Now let's go right into to, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 30. I mean 30 verse number 1. Thank you. Going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 1, read. What do it read? And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon you. Now he says it's going to come to pass. All these things are going to come upon you. And who's the you he's talking about? Israel. Oh, what? All Israel. That's all right, Israel. Israel. All Israel he's referring to. What did he say about them? The blessing and the curse. The blessing and the curse. Which I have said before you. I said this before you all, Israel. And thou shalt call them to mind mm-hmm. among all the nations. Wait, well, hold on. You're going to call this among where, where they going to be at? Among all the nations. So they got to call something to mind among all the nations. What? Whether the Yahweh, your Yahweh have driven you. So as Yahweh have put all Israel among all the nations, and it's something they must call in mind among all, among, I mean, Israel among all the nations. But we did just read, he told, he told his 11 disciples to go teach the covenant among, among all nations. But it's some people that they need to go be teaching to that's among all nations. And he said all Israel is among all nations. Let's go read something, Mother Mother E. Let's go read the book of Romans. Let's pick it up at chapter 1. And let's pick it up at uh, verse number 1. Verse number 1. And drop down, read me verse 5 down to verse number 7. It's a word I want to pull out of there in verse number one, because it was something that was said that that needed to be addressed. It's a big word in there that I want to touch on, too. That's why we're going this route. Because remember, he told his disciples, which is another word for followers. We can go pull that out in one second, just just for time's sake. Just for time's sake. But he told his disciples, we'll keep it at that right now. We got the bottom part still coming up. We can deal with it. Just for time's sake, let's go. See what he told Paul in Romans chapter 1, verse 1, and verse number 5 down to 7. Because he told his 11 disciples to go teach the covenant amongst all nations. And we come to find out the children of Israel were driven to all nations. All right, what are we reading, uh, Mother E? Book of Romans chapter 1, verse 1, and 5 to 7. Yes, ma'am. Verse 1, Paul, a servant of Yahweh the Son, called to be a mm-hmm. father, separated. He called, he called, mother, but I need to, he called to be a what? Apostle. So Paul was called to be an apostle, and that's something we want to deal with that word right there. 
We'll deal with that word apostle. But continue to read. We're going to deal with that word apostle. And remember, his disciples, he called, he told them to go do some teaching among all nations too. Continue to read. Okay, separated unto the covenant of Yahweh. Verse right. 5. By whom right. we have received um, the covenant and the apostleship for obedience to this, the covenant among all nations for his name. Verse 6. Among whom are you also the call? You also the call of Yahweh the Son. Verse seven: To all That's that right. be in home, beloved of Yahweh, called to be saints, grace, grace to you, and peace from Yahweh our Father and the Yahweh Yahweh the Son. So he said, but he said something, Mother. He said, he told him, he told him, what did he say in verse number five? By whom we have received the covenant and apostleship mm-hmm. for obedience. Now, so, Continue to read, Mother. Okay. For obedience to the faith and the covenant among all nations for his name. Among all nations. Mm-hmm. That's a, now, when he say all nations, who is these people he's talking about that's among all nations? What does that mean? Let's go read Amos chapter 9, verse number 9. Sister Sarah, and then I want, I, then I want uh, Sister Sister Mary give me the book of Matthews. I need Matthews. Matter of fact, you brought out Matthews already, right? Okay, cool. Go ahead, Sister Sarah. Sister Mary, have me Matthews chapter ten, verse number two. Reading the book of Amos, chapter nine, verse nine. Now read, for lo, I will command, mm-hmm. and I will shift the family of Israel among all nations. Hold on, who, who is among all nations? The family of Israel. So we got the family of Israel that Yahweh said again that he's going to shift and bring them among all nations. We got we got in the book of, uh, uh, what would you read, Sister Mary? Matthew chapter 28, he said, he said, uh, he said, I want you to go teach. The covenant, in 28, 28, verse number 19, I want you to teach all nations. But it's somebody that's there in all nations that he got to be doing the teaching to. We got Paul saying, I'm coming to take care of some business, and I was sent to all the nations to teach this covenant. So we got the children of Israel. Who we say again in Amos chapter 9, verse 9? What that mean again, Sister Sarah? The family of Israel mm-hmm. among all nations. That's right. Like as corn is sifted in the sea, yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. So we got the children of Israel that is among all nations. And Yahweh said, I put them there. 
And I'm sending, I'm sending my, what did he say in Matthew chapter 10, verse number 2, Sister Marion? Who he say he's sending? We already know he's told his 11 disciples to go among all nations to do some teaching. But we want to deal with something here, because he told them in verse number 20, in Matthew 28, verse number 20, he said, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. They got to teach them the law. Now, let's go find out and see what he had to say, uh, Sister, uh, Sister Mary. What did he say about them being among all nations? What did, who is this that's going to teach them that's among all nations? Sister Mary, what did he read? Hallelujah. Good teaching. Verse chapter 10, Matthew, verse 2. Now, the names two, it... of the tw- verse 2. Now, the names of the 12 apostles are these. All right. The first start- what? They, now, ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on, sister, hold on, sister Mary. I'm gonna jump in real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, read me verse number one. Matthew, chapter ten, verse one. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, Stop he right gave them power. At this time, right there, sister Mary. At this time, he called them twelve disciples. But then, mm-hmm. in verse number two, what did he call them? In verse number two. The names of the twelve apostles are these. That's what we want. Are these. So Yahweh the Son had twelve disciples, mm-hmm. which is another word that means let me see can we pull uh it says say a rabbit out the head. Uh what are these disciples that we can read, Mother E and with a closing statement? In Matthew chapter 4, verse number 19, what's another word for these apostles or these disciples in Matthew chapter 4, verse number 19? In verse 20. In verse 22. Yeah, chapter 4, verse 19, 20, and verse 22. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Oh, hallelujah. And 22. 19. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishmen of men. Verse 20. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. 21. So, another word. The word for, we can stop right there. That's good right there, Mother E. I want to get Mother Z on the line, too, before we, uh, before we uh, close out on, this, on the blog talk radio. Um, another word for this word, disciples, he was saying that they are followers. These was his followers. These are his 12 followers because immediately they followed him. That's what they did. When he called them to be fishermen, he said, follow me. And that's what they are. They are his followers. These 12 apostles are his followers. But we're going we're gonna to dig a little bit more into that, too, because it's another word we're going to pull out that you're going to see is the interchangeable for apostles. We see disciples. He called them disciples, and he called them apostles. But when you go read Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, he told them, these are the ones that's following me. Now, Mother Z, what you got to uh, bring to this national audience right now? You on the clock. 
Mother Z, I know you all warmed up out that bullpen and come and pick up with Jeff, whatever Yaqua had to put on your mind. So you're on the clock, Mother Z. Um, yeah, God bless and keep you, teach you, Matayo. Yaqua. Yaqua, see that? Mother Z, Israel, C. Roy, Travis, Yad, Judah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, Yeah, I'm here. Just one minute. Mm. I'm going to read in um, mm, Proverbs chapter chapter 4. Hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to know and understand, verse 2, for I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law, verse 3, for I I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother, verse 4. He taught, he taught me also and said unto me that thou mind retain my words, keep my Torah instruction, and live. Verse 5. Verse 5. <clears throat> get, get wisdom, get understanding. But forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Verse 6. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve you. Love her, and she shall keep you. Verse 7. Wisdom is the principality. Principle. 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 Now, wisdom is the principle of things. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all that getting, get understanding. Verse 8. Exalt her, and she shall curse. Promote you. Promote you. She shall bring you to honor when thou doest, when when thou embrace embrace her. And I'm stopping here and say hallelujah. 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 All right, Mother Mother Z, let me get your closing statement. I mean, Mother E, let me get your closing statement, Mother E. Oh, thank you for praising Yahweh for the class. Thank you for praising Yahweh for the teacher. And thank you for praising Yahweh for the listeners. And I'm going to read 100 songs. 
Make it dark for noise unto the Yahweh, all ye lands. Serve the Yahweh with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Verse 3. Know ye that the Yahweh, he is Yahweh. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Verse 5. For the Yahweh is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, let me get um let me get one more out of you, uh, Sister Marion and Matthews, let's go back and read that Matthew chapter 10. Matter of fact, let's go to Mark chapter 6, verse number 30, and get a closer statement out of you. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 6, verse number 30. Mark 6, Mark 30. chapter 6. Okay. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 6. Verse 30, hallelujah, chapter 6, verse 30 reads, And the apostles gathered themselves together unto the son of Yahweh and told him, All things, both what they had done and what they had mm-hmm. taught. And what they had done what? And what they had what? And what they uh-huh. had taught. So the apostles was going around, and they was doing some what? Teaching. So when he told, what did he tell, hallelujah, what did he tell the the 11 to go do? We, we was reading in uh, Matthew 28, verse number 19. Didn't he tell them go out and teach? Yes. What was the statement on you, uh, uh, Sister Mary? We should be getting suspicious about this word apostle. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Closing statement on you, uh, uh, Sister Mary. Closing statement coming out the book of Psalms 146. Praise you, Yahweh. Praise Yahweh, O my soul. Two, while I live, while I praise Yahweh, I will sing praises unto my Yahweh, while I have any being. Three, put not your trust in prince nor in the son of man, in whom there is no help. For his breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Five, happy is he that hath the Yahweh of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Yahweh, his Yahweh. Six, which made heaven and earth, the sea and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever. Seven, which executed judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. Yahweh looses the prisoners. Eight, Yahweh openeth the eyes of the blind. Yahweh raises them that are bowed down. Yahweh loveth the righteous. Nine, Yahweh preserveth the strangers. He, revealeth, he, he, he relieveth the fatherless and widows, but the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. 10. 
Yahweh shall reign forever, even to Yahweh, O Yahweh, Judah, and to all generations. Praise you, Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 All right, Sister Sarah Israel. Now, let's see what he's saying in Acts chapter, because they had to go do some teaching, these apostles. But um, what did he say in Acts chapter 4? Give me verse number 33. Acts chapter 4. Then I want you to drop down. Give me, I mean, Sister, Sister, Sister Sarah. Sister Sarah. Oh. Give me Acts chapter Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.